From the studios of WFN, this is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on this Wednesday, the 22nd day of August. As we uh, head a little closer to, you know, a big week, Bar A on Friday. The app will be uh, debut on Friday, so you can finally uh, see that. Although, uh, you know, it'll really zoom into action when we get some football where, you know, we'll, we'll do some stuff on it and we'll talk about it, uh, especially for those who are part of it. But uh, it really zooms into action when we get the football up and uh, going, especially with the first football Sunday, which will be the 9th of uh, September. But uh, it will debut tomorrow and you can, uh, I mean, not tomorrow, Friday, as a matter of fact. And we will have a one to six show from Bar A on that uh, Friday. So we'll talk more about that in the uh, couple of days to come as we get ready for a uh, Wednesday evening. The uh, Yankees. You know, more questions to answer as they, you know, finally have seen the Red Sox stub their toe a little bit here. Just a little bit. You know, let's see. You know, I I had a caller a while ago who I said the Red Sox would lose four games in a row sometime. And then I started to question whether they would. Well, let's see if they do now. They've lost. Uh, now they're going to get close. Let's see if they can actually do that. We'll see how it works out as they hit a little bit of a uh, slide for the first time. Uh, going into uh, this evening's game uh, against the Indians. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Carrasco against Johnson this evening. The Yankees back in actions against the uh, very uh, light-hitting Marlins, who really, you know, aren't that bad a team. I mean, if they had ever had the guys they had last year, they would have been a very interesting team. Uh, But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens there this evening with Lynn on the mound as the Yankees try to uh, win again. They obviously uh, did it without Chapman, who we knew has been handling that injury to the knee for a while. So that's something else to consider as the Yankees have had plenty to consider. You know, they had such a deep team. You think about when they left camp and you had questions about how you would play all these guys and who would play where and what you would do and how good they were down below and all these different things. And look how many players they've gone through. It is amazing now in these seasons how many players you go through in these baseball seasons. You know, you you forget the other sports, but you think about it, in every sport, there is never a month, there is really never a week where injuries are not, forget the NFL where it's a war of attrition and injuries play basically as big a factor as anything else there is in the game. But in every sport, you just try to see if you can get your manpower games up, keep your key guys healthy, keep your key players healthy, have depth at positions and different things. And it is such an issue now uh, in every sport. You know, it just, it's amazing to me. And that is, there's a couple of stock changes in the last generation of sports. But to me, the biggest one, as far as the, you know, the, condition of the game itself as far as it's played is the impact that injuries have day in day out on the manpower of every sport you know we we spend so much time worrying about resting players so much time worrying about who's going to play and who's going to sit out here and who's going to sit out this game and how they're going to sit out this game and that kind of thing and every and then you know your manpower your pitching how you're going to make sure your pitches don't get tired and manage their innings and all the different things that you never even considered a generation ago in every sport where you had really players who played and you had Ironman. You had guys who played an incredible amount of time 
who didn't, you know, in this area of specialization, in this era of specialization in every one of these sports, it's impossible to keep guys healthy. And they don't work nearly as hard in preparation. They are rested far more diligently. People incorporate rest into the plans now. They don't let guys play that many days in a row. They check, they they make sure they do things. I mean, there were years where you know healthy guys never took a game off in certain sports. So it is remarkable how much that has changed. And I, to me, that has impacted the game more than anything else in every sport. Trying to keep your players healthy in football, trying to keep your pitches uh, from having tired arms or bad arms in, in baseball, uh, pulled muscles in 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 all these sports. Dealing with you know the Man hours lost on everything. Your, your, even your NBA, how many injuries you have there. I mean, it's remarkable. It really is. And it just we see it day after day. Just, just look in the last week how much it, it, the injuries have impacted the Yankees. I mean, it, is, it really is amazing uh, how much it has. We're getting ready for the Giants and, and the Jets. And I saw the Jets yesterday. As you know, we were at Jet Camp. And I came away with this thought about, obviously, the – ongoing saga and the number one story and maybe the number one story in the whole city. And that is, you know, who the Jets will start at quarterback and having, and I could tell you, you know, McCagney didn't tell me, you know, Sam Donald didn't tell me, Todd Bowles didn't tell me, but having a chance to chat with all of them on and off the air and just the different people that I saw in the building and different people I talked to, I came away with two things that uh, were very obvious. Number one was that they are kind of bursting at the seams. They're so excited about Sam Donald. They, they, they would like to just stand up and scream from the, you know, hey, this guy's unbelievable. This guy is just doing everything. Mean, we can't believe, you know, we're pinching ourselves. But they don't want to put that kind of pressure on him. But that's really is there. They are just thrilled with how he's fit in, how he's handled the offense, how composed he's been, how he's handled everything they threw at him. Every part of it, they have been absolutely just thrilled. They've also been thrilled with Bridgewater, the way he's handled it, the way Bridgewater and Sam have gotten along. Bridgewater has a reputation for being a great guy. I mean, he's always had that reputation for being one of the real nice guys in the sport, really class player, people love him, high-class guy, not a guy who has trouble ever. So from that standpoint, he was the perfect guy to f- have fit in here because he's, you know, he's not making it a problem. He thinks this has been good for him no matter what, whether he winds up on another team or winds up on this team. He understands what the scenario is. He understands that down the road this is Sam Donald's team. He, un- he does understand all that. But he also knows that he has a future in this league and maybe a big future in this league if he can stay healthy. And he came back from as bad an injury as you can come back from. Uh, I've learned this a long time ago from Dr. O'Brien, and not only because of having, you know, five major knee surgeries myself, but just going through it through the years and listening to him talk and tell me about different things that I've learned from, you know, different surgeries and different players. The dislocation, that when you have a dislocated knee, that injury, when they call it a dislocation, that is the, that's the one. That is the worst single injury you can have to the knee. That means you basically ripped it all. You did. You just completely went in there and devastated every part of it. And 
that is a very hard one to come back from. And he came back from a dislocation that they said was one of the uglier ones that they had seen. So a lot of people, when he got hurt, said, you know, his was so bad, there was actually talking about the use of his leg for a while. That's how bad it was. So he's come roaring back from this in a very big way, which is a heck of a story. He has done a great job in that regard. And everyone's rooting for him. He's got a good future. I think, you know, they'll, there'll be a team for him out there somewhere. And then we get to Donald. I believe from everything I can sense, everything I've seen from him, everything I sensed from yesterday, that barring him just falling apart in a giant game, and he will be front and center in that giant game, but barring something extreme there, that I think is an extreme long shot. But barring that, I think Sam Donald starts game one for the uh, for the Jets. I think he's in the starting lineup. I will be surprised now. Now, I don't know anything. They didn't tell me anything. I'm not even sure yet that they've made up their mind. The one thing I did find out, and uh, McKagan told the audience the same thing, was that he will allow Todd Bowles to make that decision. He's comfortable with that. He says, obviously, we'll discuss it as an organization, but he will let the head coach decide who the starting quarterback is in game one. He would not object to it if he had a different opinion. He will obviously make his opinion felt, so will everybody else in the organization, whether you're talking about the assistants, the coordinator, everybody else, uh, you know, so everyone gets involved. But it is the head coach who will decide who the quarterback will be in game number one. And I think... I think it will be Sam Donald. I'll be very surprised if it's not. The Giants get ready for this game. Are you going to see Barkley? Probably not. I would think, you know, considering it's a hamstring, I would doubt it. Uh, I don't think they'll fool around with it. I really don't. Uh, I don't think they have to, and I don't think they will. I just think you don't take those kind of chances, especially with someone like that. Um, They still have some questions to answer on this team, no question. You're looking at certain things. You're looking at the offensive line. You're looking at corner. You're looking at the pass rush. Those are things you have to see, and uh, hopefully you see it if you're uh, looking at that from the Giants' standpoint. So uh, we get ready for that game and everything that will tell us. We get ready uh, for the opening of the season, which is coming right behind it. So it's not that long before the opening day. Uh, I mean, the Giants face just a brutal schedule over the first seven weeks, as tough as I've seen. Seven very tough games, four of them on the road, three of them in prime time. I mean, not a, not a breather in a bunch. So a very, very tough schedule. And the Jets will play three games in the first 11 days, which uh, for a young quarterback, if he's getting ready, will be not easy in its own right. So these two teams will be tested right out of the box. So with the Yankees, I know some of you are probably thinking, hey, you know what? We have the Red Sox on the run now. They've lost a couple of games, and we've won a couple of games. And now it is still a long, long way. And you knew the Red Sox somewhere along the way, and they're playing the Indians right now. You knew they were going to hit a little patch somewhere. They weren't going to go through the whole year without losing any games. So it's still a very, very long way. And the Yankees have plenty of injuries to nurse uh, as we head towards September. And that's what it's about, getting ready. Uh, for this postseason and getting what is now a really a handful of key guys who need to get healthy. There's a bunch of them and and some of the most important guys. I mean, you could make a case, you know, at least three of the most important guys on the team are part of this right now. Uh, So 
there's a, a lot to be done there. We'll talk to Ron Darling, let him talk a little bit about the Mets and other things that's going on in baseball right now. Uh, Daniel Murphy, all different things. McNeil gets four hits. I think McNeil's a hit. McNeil can hit. I mean, I think we knew that when he was in the minors. We know it now. He's hitting 326. The question is, where does he play? Not a very good fielder. So, I mean, adequate, but that's, you know, are you looking for that? Is he okay with that? I mean, so that's where you are right now with him as you move forward and see where things are going. And, uh, you know, they've played okay of late. I mean, they've played a little better. So they've, you know, won six of their last ten games. They've been competitive. They've been, they can be an annoying spoiler down the stretch of this season, and that's going to be their role. I mean, the Giants aren't in the mix anyway, and then it's not a very good team. But uh, otherwise, they can do that to the Phillies or to Atlanta or to anybody else that's in the mix as we head down the stretch and the wild card race in the National League is going to be crazy. It's going to be one of those wild, just anything goes races. And it has really been, really been accentuated by what the Cardinals have done. What an amazing, amazing turnaround for them under the new manager. It's just been remarkable what they've done. So we've got a lot going on. We'll get it all rolling on this Wednesday program right after this.